Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad podcast with Chris Finn, a production of P4S Golf. Welcome to the Golf Fitness Bomb Squad. I'm your host, Chris Finn, and I'm here with my main man, Bobby, the director of research here at P4S Golf. And it's not often that you text me saying we need to do a podcast. So it's very rare. Enjoy it when it happens. So I'm I'm just gonna let you take it because this 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 is literally, ladies and gentlemen, the first I've known Bobby for years since the early, early days of P4S Golf. Bobby texting me to do media <laughs> does not occur until today. So what are, we, what are we talking about today, Bobby? So we want to talk a little bit about the ball rollback. And I just want to kind of set the stage. We're going to start off with like why I think this is just the completely wrong thing to do in the first place. And then let's give some people some hope that this is not the end of their golf game. This is not the, the destruction of golf. Um, there is hope at the, the end of the tunnel, so to speak. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Um, well, so obviously with the ball rollback, right, the USGA and the RNA have come to the conclusion based on their data um, that... <laughs> for those of you listening, he's doing air quotes around yeah, data. Yeah, um, that the people are just hitting the ball too far. Mm-hmm. Right. The concern is that these old historic courses are becoming irrelevant to golf. And the solution is to make the golf ball just fly less. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing right off the bat that I, I like to bring facts to emotional arguments here. Mm-hmm. Right. Is you, you definitely are the least emotional person I've ever met. It's like, first of all, if this was actually a problem, let's just start with this the longest hitters in the world would be winning every single tournament, right? If distance truly was an issue and it was ruining the game of golf, then the PGA tour would be dominated by the guys who are at the world long drive contest, mm-hmm. right? Heck the winner's circle would just be the PGA tour guys who hit the ball the furthest. And that's already not the case. Definitely not the case. No. So aside from that, right? My second gripe is that if they really wanted to change things, Right. One of the complaints they have is these courses have to buy all this land and make the courses longer and they got to put out new tee boxes. 
they're not even using the tee boxes that are already out there at most of these courses. <laughs> it's very true. Okay, so my, my two best examples, I could go on for hours on this alone. We'll just keep it at two. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I was gonna say for the interest of the listener, let's let's just let's, let's bring that down. Okay. Okay. So the PGA Championship a few years ago mm-hmm. over at Kiowa, yep. right? Ocean Course. Mm-hmm. Okay. Great course. That course already has tees that make the course play at about seventy eight hundred yards, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous, right? That's an incredibly long course, and it's already a challenging course. Correct. Did they play that tournament at that yardage any of the four rounds? I've heard this tone in your voice before, and I'm going to go, no. That's my guess. No, they didn't, right? The longest that course played the whole time was 7,600 yards. So they still had an extra 200 yards. You know, the interesting thing, too, out of their own, the USGA's and the Arnie's, the the actual report on all of this, the average golf course throughout the last 50 years has actually shrunk. The the land. an acre to two acres. Right. So they're actually using less land. Yeah. They're not having to buy more land to create these long tee boxes. Here's another one. I got to play the stadium course at PGA West about a month ago. Yeah. Really fun. The guy who was the starter, right? He was asking us, hey, you know, what what tees are you all thinking about playing? Me and my buddies played from the whites. No problem at all with that, yeah, right? How, how far are the whites? Uh, it was around 6,200 yards, okay. yeah, sure. right? So, but again, this is one of the hardest courses. Uh, yeah. We really didn't need to challenge my driver that day. We were going to have a good time. <laughs> We don't need to be challenging my driver on a tight Pete Dye course. No, yeah. That's, that's, that's just not a recipe for fun. That was, a, that was a smart decision. Yes. I've gotten wiser at that, right? Sometimes. Well, so here's the funny thing. The guy even said, like, hey, when the American Express Championship is here in a couple months, he said most of the holes are actually played from the blue tees. Which are what? About 6,800 yards. Oh, wow. The yeah. tips are about 7,200 so again, not using the full course. Not even yeah. using the full course. Right. And so I, I kind of jokingly asked, I was like, if anybody waltzes up here and is like, oh, I've got to play from the tips, like, do you take them out back and beat some sense into them? <laughs> the best players in the world aren't even playing from those tee boxes. Yeah. Right? So again, like, we could go more and more, but so, uh, they're not even you're, using you're, the length that exists. You're definitely making a compelling, a compelling case that is distance actually an issue? It's Yeah. No, it's not. Um, I think the other thing that you see in these arguments from people is they're sick of watching bomb and gouge golf, mm-hmm. right? Which is guys blasting driver and then guys hitting wedges into greens. Right. And I just, there's some emotional argument about, oh, back in the day, guys had to hit a five iron and shape their shot into some green because the ball spun and blah, 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 blah. Right. That's just not factual in the slightest in two ways. One I think the tournament golf presentation on TV is very biased because they're usually showing the people that are in contention. That's my favorite when you got you're playing golf with a 10 or 15 handicap and you know they miss a 20 footer for birdie and they're like, oh my God. Like, dude, do you understand the make percentage is like less than 10% right. on tour? For the best in or, the world. Yeah, or like a 200 yard par three. And oh, I got, I I got, I got, well, they even hit the green, but like, <laughs> You know, let's say the pin is on the right side and they hit it on the left side. So they got maybe, I don't know, 30 feet. Yeah. And they're like, oh. I'm like, dude, do you understand that's like pretty close to the dispersion from 200 yards? Like yeah. that's actually that pretty good. Shot. That was actually a really great shot. Yeah. There's, it's just very skewed, right? Yeah. And they're like, well, all these guys are, you know, just hitting driver, hitting wedge, hitting driver, hitting wedge. I'm like, you're only watching a handful of people that are in contention. You didn't see the other 120 people 
60 some odd didn't make the cut. Right. Right. And then the other 60 that made the cut, but aren't in contention. You're not seeing what their game is. It's a lot of missed greens. It's a lot of, oh, my ball's in the rough. I have to chunk out with a six iron. Mm-hmm. It, again, I could go on and on about this. But I, I think for <laughs> me, the the thing that gets me is there's a lot of talk. A lot of the talk about this is growing the game. And I forget who I heard talking. He's like, well, you know, I want Rory's kids to come and still have the same golf courses. Yeah. And Rory's, you know, Rory's kids' kids. And, and yeah. like, so that when I think when you think about growth of the game, a lot of the talk is about junior golf and getting new players into the game, yeah. and right, rightfully so. And I, I always look at this from like business size of things. Like there, there's there's three elements. You can grow something by getting more people in, uh-huh. by getting the people that are already in to buy more, uh-huh. um, or by obviously charging more. Right? Yeah. <laughs> golf has no problem charging more, so that's that just <laughs> continues to go up. But I always look at getting people in. And I feel like that is where a lot of the discussion around golf is on TV, right. the, the commentators, the you know USGA. Make it more accessible. Right. We've got to make it more accessible. And there's nothing wrong with that. I totally agree with it. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know, went to drive shack the other day with, with my kids and like walking down to our bay, like there is not a single person I'm ever going to see at a golf course, like <laughs> on, the, like, but they're playing golf and they're having fun. And yeah, like, like that's great. It. That's great for growing the game. But I think the part of the rollback that actually, impacts the other part of growing the game that nobody talks about is when people like 65 year old john yeah 75 year old al it's going to impact those guys the most Mm -hmm. and the number one reason why those guys stop playing is because the game's no longer fun yeah and the number one way to make a game not fun is to make you have to hit three wood into every freaking green or hybrid into every freaking and you know and people say well just move up just move up a tee box. Right. That's, well, if John we 65, well, it's, part of it is the social aspect, right? Yeah. So if 65 year old John is playing the white tees at, I don't know, 5,800, sure. right? With his buddies, is he going to move up to the ladies tees? 5,200 while his other buddies like play from the, no, like, no, that's not, not going to happen. And that's the other thing with golf course setup is there's usually such a big difference. Right. Right. Like it, it like maybe he doesn't, he needs like a hybrid of those two, but he doesn't want to play the lady, the lady scene, the senior lady hybrids, right? Right. And so to me, when I look at the ball, the golf ball rollback, I look at you're not impacting the, the pros because five to 10 yards, they're going to figure it out. It's not going to be an issue at all. And right. I'm sure you have every, oh, a list of every way they're going to figure that out, right? <laughs> we'll get to that one. <laughs> right. You're not impacting the junior players. You're not impacting the high level amateurs because similarly, they're going to figure it out. Right. But who you are negatively impacting are probably the biggest part of the game, particularly when we're talking about financially supporting Mm the hundred thousand dollar initiation clubs, supporting, you know, going out on the golf trips and spending thousands and thousands of dollars. How many years are you cutting those guys golf lives by? And how many dollars is that where nobody wants to talk about the dollars in golf, but dollars are what keep the, keep the thing moving. Right. Right. Those guys spend money at the course, which Uh pay, you know, Pays the golf professional, and they go on the lessons. They buy the clubs. They buy the balls, and then apparently they're going to have to pay for balls that don't go as far, right? So I think that to me, when I look at this, I, that is where my mind goes. Is like there's already all these people already who mm-hmm. are struggling for distance and who already are, you know, being pulled into gain more speed, and they're getting hurt because they don't have the mobility to gain the speed, right? Right. right. Now this is only going to perpetuate my fear more of the wrong side of things on that end of the of the growth of the game. A hundred percent. It's, I think it's a weird science experiment and you listen to 
ball manufacturers, right? And they're kind of going, wait a second, the USGA and RNA are pulling this these numbers kind of out of thin air saying, oh, it's... This Nobody's ball. actually ever made the ball. This I, is, these are all theories. Right. So there's no way to say, hey, this ball is going to affect your high-speed player 10% and your low-speed player 5%, right? I, I, I liken it to spreadsheet math. It's a theoretical yeah. idea, but no one's actually gone and yeah. done it's it. It's like when you look at your budget at the beginning of the year, you're like, oh, we're going to make so much money. I'm so rich on, on Excel. And then the actual year happens and, yeah. you know, oh, wait, that didn't exactly go according to plan. You have a plan and then it goes wry, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, these governing bodies don't necessarily understand the technology and how it's going to affect people, right? Well, they're just the people who know the point. technology don't know the technology. Right. And they're kind of looking at it and going, I don't know if that's how this is going to work. So it's not it, – my big point is, one, I don't even think this is a problem. I don't think distance is a problem yeah. in golf. Then if you're going to fix the distance equation, right, this isn't really the best way to go about it. Cause like you said, you're hurting people who are the majority of your golf game. You're, you're, they're the majority of the livelihood of your sport. Yeah. Right. But let's give people some hope. All right. So you kind of talked about it. You're scared and I'm scared as well. Right. That people say, Oh my gosh, I'm going to lose 5% of my distance. Yeah, I got to go do speed training so that I can get faster. I mean, um, you know, if there is a silver lining in this, for us, a lot of people are going to get hurt. Yeah, and, uh, so, <laughs> I mean, as much as I hate to say that, like, it's, it's just funny being somebody who would look at this and I'm like, wow, it's probably actually good for my business. Right. At the same time, like, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's give people some help because my big thing is, no, obviously we have the data. If you just go and you chase the distance, you're not going to have a great time, right? You're probably going to get hurt at the worst. At the best, you're probably just not going to get any results that stick around whatsoever, mm -hmm. right? So our big thing is, yes, this is great for the physical aspect of golf, right? If the ball is going to take 5 10% away from me, my response, right, that I joke with you is, well, heck, I got until 2030. Thanks for the six years. Right. To, to build up to, you know, I'll swing 135 miles an hour if I need to right. to keep yeah. my distance. Right. I want to hit the ball the same distance. So I'm just going to get faster. Mm -hmm. And that's where like, okay, maybe for me, the speed training might be the right idea. I have to work on my flexibility, my mobility, all that good stuff. Right. But if anybody's ever listened to this to you before, you know, your shoulders suck. Yeah, They're getting better. Um, but it's like, what can people do that so they don't get hurt? Don't go chase that speed training, figure out if you have the mobility restrictions, mm -hmm. you have six years to fix this so that you can actually come up ahead rather than be, you know, negatively affected by this distance rollback. Well, I think that's the big thing that, you know, I think we want people to hear is the average person, if you address your mobility and mm -hmm. your rotary, not like your hamstring length, like touching your toes, like right. do your hips rotate, do your shoulders rotate, does your spine rotate, does your neck rotate, you address those areas, you then go get stronger in the right areas so that your safe swing speed is actually higher than where your current swing speed is. Yeah. You create a nice healthy gap and this, you know, it's a speed opportunity. Then you go after speed training. Right. right. The average person in 12 weeks picks up three miles an hour. That's, that's 10 yards, folks. Right. The yeah. average person in the next... I got to do my math here. 40 weeks. Right. So, 52 is your yeah, total. So at the end of the year, have pick, they pick up another three miles an hour, right? So we're looking at somewhere in five to eight mile an hour range. You're looking at, you know, at least 10 yards, some, you know, 15 to 20 for most people at the end of a, end of a year. Right. And now all of a sudden, now you can maintain. And the, the other interesting data that we have is if you look at people 
generationally decade over decade. If you're not mm-hmm. doing anything, is it 10 yards? A yeah, decade? it's it's 1% every year. So you're losing 1% every year. So 10% over 10 years. Yep. But if you do the right stuff, you know, you're actually going to pick up more than that. You've, you've probably in one year of doing the right stuff. And yeah. I have my, my fact checker here. <laughs> no, on the mass if I go, eh. In one year of doing the right stuff, you could effectively negate 15 years yeah. of loss. Mm-hmm. Like, like just let that sit in one year of doing the right stuff. You can negate 15 years of loss. And, and if we throw a ball roll back in there, maybe it's only 10 years plus. Like, so you can negate a decade and right. a ball roll back of loss. Right. By, from one year. Like it's, and that's to me the crazy thing when you brought this up is like, yeah, that is kind of a stupid change because it's very easily fixed. Oh, it's very easily fixed. That's, that's Which me leading thing. just thinks that we have a marketing problem that the USGA and RNA <laughs> don't know how easy this problem is to fix. I, that's my biggest thing is, it, you know, even if this was a problem, it's like this is kind of a silly solution because it is so easy to overcome this. If you're doing the right things, right? If you know how to improve your flexibility, if you're working on that strength and power, like we've talked about, if you get to the point where you're safe to do speed training, right? We know that you're going to make amazing results. And so it's like, you've got a six year head start before this ball even gets out there. Mm -hmm. By the time that comes around, you should actually be defeating the ball rollback. And then they're going to have to do what? Start all over again? Who knows? I don't know. All I know is I think we've probably said all there is that needs to be said at this point. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, hopefully you guys found that like hopefully you enjoyed and, and truly value what it is to spend 15 minutes with Bobby Pringle on a media appearance that he <laughs> insinuated because that's this. I'm not sure this will happen again for another decade. This, this not. may not happen again until after the ball rollback. Well, look, they might realize that the ball rollback was stupid and then they're going to start trying to regulate the loftier club. Okay. Oh I really can't wait until they're like, no, Bryson, excuse me, sir, you swung too fast. I'm going to need you to slow down. <laughs> right. Like I need them. I need them to have a radar on the tee box where like a rules official comes out and just like, excuse me, sir, you swung too fast. You got to rehit well, you that. You can't have fun in golf. Yes. You, we, you we, hit it too far. <laughs> no fun allowed. You need to go home. <laughs> Penalty. Penalty. Swung too fast. Cool. Well, I appreciate you listening. Hopefully, uh, diffuse a, a few bombs that you may have had in your in your uh, in your mind about the ball rollback. What this could potentially mean for you. Uh, Net all said to say, if you do the right stuff for literally a year, not only do you negate the ball rollback, but you also probably negate ten years of loss. You yeah. add basically ten years of life uh, to your golf game. So um, that is all that needs to be said. So. Uh, Hopefully you guys got a good amount out of this episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, 
Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. You've probably heard a lot about electrified vehicles lately. Well, Toyota has electrified options for every lifestyle. We've got hybrids. No plug needed. Right, let's go. But we also have plug-in hybrids, if that's your thing. <laughs> you can even go 100% electric in the Toyota BZ4X. With so many options for reducing carbon emissions, Toyota is electrified, diversified. Oh, oh, oh. Learn more about our Beyond Zero vision for the future at toyota.com slash beyondzero. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes. Ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.